Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And this week we're joined by Al Wathrich, insurance advisor at Lighthouse Wealth, to give us the five myths of insurance. So we're not hitting you with one. We're not hitting you with two, not three, four. But count them. Five times. Five insurance myths today, Al. I feel like on this one, can we do one of those real cringy like thumbnails where we're like five minutes or something, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. straight YouTube stick. Yeah. We know how marketing manager Ravi feels. We won't sell ourselves for the whole. Huh? <laughs> so um, L, insurance. It, it's one of those things we spoke about with the health insurance episode um, last week where there's lots of common misconceptions. People have assumptions. Do you, do you run into those a lot? Yes, I, I run into them all the time. So today we're going to cover off the top five. Top five tips um, or even top five myths. So I've got two stats for you before we get, I know you're like, stat man's back, baby. Stat man. Um, 71% of Kiwis are currently underinsured, which means in the event of sudden death, there is not enough money to repay debt and maintain current living standards. That stat brought to you by Insurance New Zealand. No, sorry. One in five Kiwis have less than 10%, 10% of their financial resources required to cover their protection needs. So chances are, if you're listening to this, you're probably underinsured. So we're just going to talk about a few common uh, misconceptions. So L, myth number one, hit us. Okay, so number one, I don't need cover because I'm single and don't have any dependents. I hear this one quite a bit, actually. So when we take out, uh, when we're loading people up with debt for the mortgage, for the house. I also um, like the term loading uh, up. Look, it is what it is in this economy, <laughs> mate. Um, it's uh, the bank wants to know how you're going to pay this mortgage back if you can't work or if something goes wrong. Um, and yeah, the amount of answers we get from this uh, and feeds into this one as well, where they're like, oh, look, there's, it's just me. There's no one else. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, I don't, I don't need to cover this. It's fine. Well, every time. How wrong. So wrong. So if you are single and you don't have children and, and you have a lot of debt, so let's say, you know, we've got one of your mortgage clients. Huge amounts of debt. Like who's going to pay the bills if, if they're not working? And, and that's one thing that just astounds me. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't need insurance, but how are you going to repay your mortgage? How do you pay your bills? You know the one that really gets me is when they go, oh, Mom and dad will look after it if uh, I can't pay the mortgage. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just lean on them. And I'm like, <laughs> be a freaking adult. Yeah, <laughs> like stand on your own feet. Um, so when when you do ask those questions, L, around like, well, what will you do if you can't pay your bills? Um, I, I guess the other question is, what scenario are you talking about where they can't pay the bills? Yep. So so if you're unable to work, so you're you're really sick, and a lot of people think, oh, you know, the government will take care of me, and that's another myth. Um, so you can't go to work, you can't physically do more than 10 hours a week in your job that you're paid to do, you should have income protection, right? Because your income is your biggest asset. Because otherwise, how are you going to pay not only just your mortgage, but how do you feed yourself, you know? How, are you still going to have a social life? Like mum and dad can't just prop you up every time you need help, so... Yeah. And the answer might be you don't need a large amount of life insurance. Potentially you might. I mean, the average amount of personal debt in New Zealand is $23,000. Stat man. $10,000 for a funeral in this country. So, and, and maybe you've got uh, kids or whatever it might be as well. Um, I mean, a client I dealt with recently, 
they had like half a million dollars of life insurance, but no personal insurance and they had a daughter. So I switched it around where I was like, well, your kids with the equity in your home, your kids going to get more than half a million dollars as it is. But if you get sick, you're completely screwed. Let's move on to myth number two, L. Right. This is this is a very, very big one amongst a lot of people. So the government will take care of me. Now, a lot of people think that if they get sick, ACC will take care of them. And that is not the point of ACC, right? So ACC is there to cover you if you're if, if you have an accident or an injury. But it won't cover you from illness. So if you get cancer. ACC is not covering you, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the the thing is people forget that ACC is limited to accident and injury. So you really need to take care of yourself and make sure that, uh, again, you have some kind of form of income protection or even, like, medical insurance to make sure that you can uh, get better quicker. Yeah. And if you're thinking the government will take care of you, talk to anybody who's tried to get some uh, support by the government before and get their views on the situation. Yeah, like go and try to get a sickness benefit and see if you can live off that. I will say ACC did offer me a free nose job once. Just putting it out there. Yeah, mm. I mean, clearly it didn't work. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, L, myth number three. Life insurance is expensive. And no, it isn't. Actually, of all the insurance products, it's actually the cheapest that you can get. So I've got a couple of numbers here. So a 30-year-old male, non-smoker, needing 500K of life cover, that comes to 898 a week. A 30-year-old female, non-smoker, needing the same amount of life cover, that's $6.06 weekly. So that is a rather inexpensive way to cover a lot of your debt. Mm. Yeah, I think if you work, like, in terms of whether insurance is expensive or not, it depends on a variety of factors, your health, how much cover you're trying to put in place and your age. If it's income protection, you're also talking about your income. When it comes to life insurance, it also depends how likely you are to claim on it. For example, health insurance, most likely to claim on that. Then income protection, because you're more likely to get sick than you are to die. And then life insurance and then like some other insurances you probably shouldn't have after after that. Um, that doesn't seem too bad though, Will. No, I think it's, it's, it's very cheap and it's one of the most common things that um, people think it's, it's expensive. Uh, but... It really isn't. So it really pays to to speak to an advisor and, and get some quotes. Yeah. And if you go, hey, I don't have $9 a week, I got $7 a week, a lot of people then turn away and go, oh, this is too expensive, I won't get anything. Something is better than nothing because coming back to the financial plan, unfortunately, you know, I think it's like for a 30-year-old couple, there's a one in five chance that one of you will be disabled for six months or more. These things do happen to people. We hope it doesn't happen to you. We hope it's a huge waste of money, but you want to have that protection in place. Cool. Myth number four. Only breadwinners need life insurance. So uh, a lot of the times I come across a couple and um, let's say the husband is, is working and he's in a corporate role, earns a lot of money, and um, the wife is at home with the kids. So they think, only the husband should have some kind of, of insurance put on them. When actually the mum is very important. So the caregiver, whoever that is at home with the kids, plays a super important role. A lot of the th things that they do go unpaid. Mm. So there's the cooking, the cleaning, the kids pick up, drop off, helping with uh, the homework. Um, if that person is taken out of the picture and has passed away uh, prematurely, then that whole burden all of a sudden sits on the sole income earner 
So you need to put some protection in place, so like a life insurance policy, um, just to help alleviate some of that financial pressure. Yeah. Uh, it, when we're talking about, like, there's a holy trinity, uh, single household income, kids, and a large mortgage. Mm. If you don't have some sort of insurance in place, shame on you. You're like running it's, the risk. I yeah. mean, it's, it, it's, it's really average behavior, to be, to be frank. And then it is a very common thing to go, yes, uh, if the breadwinner can't work, it's, it's a bigger impact. But just to think, oh, if the wife or the husband pass away, whoever's working, um, that you'll be you'll be fine and you've got these kids running around. It's it's just naive thinking like that, isn't yep, it? Yeah, yeah. All right, lucky last. I'm better off being self-insured. Now, I find this one a really odd one because um, I have a car, but – I don't self-insure for that because, I mean, I couldn't afford to replace that car by myself. So um, for people to think about this um, in a life insurance kind of perspective, is it just blows my mind. So the average cost of a common surgery in New Zealand is 20 grand, and this excludes investigations for specialists, post-surgery, medication and rehab. So if you've got 20 grand sitting around, I mean, that's fantastic, but I don't. Self-insurance for me is super straightforward. A financial plan for most people is around achieving financial freedom. You're not tied to having to bring in your income anymore. You're in a position where if you want to work, that's cool. If you don't, that's fine. If you have achieved financial freedom, then absolutely there's a conversation to be had around whether I need insurance or not. If you were like, actually couldn't go six months without my income, Spoiler alert, you need insurance because you are dependent on your ability to earn. Your income is still by far your biggest biggest asset. Yeah, absolutely. Great. So we will wrap it up there. Thank you very much for joining us. Please make sure to subscribe. Give us a review. We'll catch you next week. Cheers.